Good evening, you fantastic and glorious degenerates of this floating rock that we call Earth. Welcome back to Off the Wire. I am your host, Noel Olin, aka the Cajun Libertarian, and we have an absolutely fantastic episode lined up for you tonight with an unbelievable guest that will be joining the program quite often, a very frequent guest. She is amazing, Donnie the Don, and uh, this is going to be incredible. So, let me comb through a couple of the, uh, the the headlines here real quick. FBI whistleblower claims agency forced him to juice domestic terrorism numbers. Are you shocked? Well, uh, we kind of should be, but I don't think anybody really is. We got full-blown tyranny in the state of Texas and DeSantis, good, bad, or other. Let's talk about it and decide next on Off the Wire. Yes, indeed. Welcome back to Off the Wire. Let's get into it. We're going to have so much fun tonight. So don't forget to like the show, share it, subscribe to my YouTube channel because I will be transitioning much of this content to YouTube for very specific reasons. I also will be starting a Rumble channel for obvious effing reasons. And so, uh, and hopefully a website soon, but I can't do that without your help. And the best way that you can help us uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel and donate if you want to do that. But times are tough, so I rarely ask people to donate. Otherwise, um, it's best just to subscribe to the to the YouTube channel and then the Rubble channel. Because once I get the hours watched on YouTube, I can get that monetized. So very easy. And I will get more sponsors, as I already have some. Now, let's uh, hear a great word from our friend, Spike Cohen, who will be speaking in Texas this weekend, which is a big part of the show tonight. The game plan of You Are the Power is pretty simple. We find people who are being harmed or abused or neglected or mistreated by their local governments. And uh, yeah, this is my life's work. Uh, we want to help people. This is something that has already began to affect real change. This isn't some distant futuristic utopic or utopian <laughs> dream it's already happening it's making its courts it's making waves right now as we speak if you want to learn how to become an effective activist and then to do actual activism and actually help people now not wait for like you said some distant utopian future where libertarians take over the world and leave everyone alone if you want to do that now that's what we're doing. This next year is going to be the year that people see what liberty actually looks like. Not what it sounds like, not what our philosophy is, but what it act, the actual results and ideas, the solutions behind what we do. So that's what I'm doing with You Are The Power. I would love for you to be a part of it. Youarethepower.net. We'd love for you to become a member. And uh, yeah, this is my life's work. Absolutely. Youarethepower.net. <clears throat> uh, again, I must, must mention, because when Spike says this is his life's work, he isn't playing around. He's not joking, okay? I know this man personally. He's a friend of mine. He is doing fantastic work in the arena of this idea that we call liberty. So go to youarethepower.net, 
sign up. Again, a large portion of our show tonight is going to be focused on what's happening in Texas. And Spike will be speaking there this weekend, along with Donnie the Don, who is a guest on the show tonight, who will be a frequent guest on this show. Uh, so please, please go to youarethepower.net. You can subscribe for free. You get the you get the Daily Mail, right? Uh, that sounds funny because it, there's actually a website called Daily Mail. But you understand what I'm saying. You'll get the in the content each and every day or each and every situation in which he pumps it up or him and his organization. You are the power.net. <clears throat> Excuse me. Please go subscribe because there's going to be some absolutely fantastic information about ways that you can actually affect real change in your local community. And we're going to discuss a lot of that tonight. But first, let's dive off into some national news. And some tasty stuff that I find hilarious because my Facebook page is absolutely clean of restrictions now. And so it's getting a ton of attention and people are losing their minds, especially over conspiracy theories. Quote, unquote, put that in scare quotes for those of you listening later, which will be many of you. Uh, quote, unquote, conspiracy theories. Lunatic Libertarian says in the house. He also says here for my Cajun fire. Thank you, brother. That's amazing. I love my family that long time listens. There's so many of you. It, it blows my mind. This is still very brand new. I, I haven't even hit the two-year mark. And so we're growing every day, every show. It's it's quite remarkable. Thomas uh, Gamel, Gamel says, it is, it is. Amen. All right, so let's get into this first story. FBI whistleblower claims agency forced him to juice domestic terrorism. Full stop. Are you surprised? For real. Are you surprised? Like, if you if you go Google it right now, you go Google Cajun Libertarian and go research <laughs> the watch lists that me, that I am on, me, who is advocating for nothing but peace the entire time. I guarantee you I'm on, and Donnie the Don, who's about to join the show, half a dozen or dozen Government watch list for what? For what? Because I want peace and I want liberty. That's like a crime. But yet we're being surveilled and it's 100% juiced up domestic terrorism. And we know this. We know this. Just go look at what they did to the school boards, right? To the people that showed up to the school boards and all they were doing was protesting. They were just speaking. They were just, uh, they were using their First Amendment rights. That's what were they, they were doing. And yet they try to gaslight you because they hate you. That's the bottom line. They hate you. They hate everything that you stand for. They hate everything that this country was built upon in regards to the idea of freedom and liberty. Let's call it. Uh, let's talk about it. Daily Caller is from the article. And it's very recent. It's from like last week is when I found it. An FBI whistleblower told the House Select Subcommittee on the Weaponization of the Federal Government that the FBI had him divide up domestic terrorism cases to juice the number. FBI Special Agent Garrett O'Boyle of the Kansas City Field Office claimed the agency had him divide one domestic terrorism case into four different, quote, that's a quote, four different cases. Fox News reported Thursday. This is actually from the Daily Caller, but they're just reporting on what the Fox News uh, outlet said. 
dividing cases of domestic terrorism into multiple divisions, subdivisions, my bad, multiple subdivisions, allowed the FBI to go to Congress and say, quote, look at all the domestic terrorism we're in, we've investigated, O'Boyle said. Uh, here's a related article. An unbelievable show of force. Senator Hawley goes after Merrick Garland for arrest of pro-life father. That's a really big deal as well. Like, that's been happening. And if you're not paying attention to the news, like I do, all day, every day, like a lot of that, a lot of you that do all do every, all day, every day that you do, then you're not going to know this stuff, right? So there's there's large swaths of people they have no idea that this is happening. Like people, you got two cases now in the UK of silent prayer. Those people being arrested outside of abortion clinics for praying silently. This isn't a joke. I'm not making this up. This isn't propaganda. This isn't all right, right wing news. Stop, stop. You have to get out of this cult mentality. Obviously, I'm not speaking to the audience. I'm speaking to the masses here. Quote, where, really? I was working on one case, O'Boyle continued. But the FBI can then say, well, he had actually had four cases. And so we need to get, we need you to give us more money. Shocker. We need you to give us more money because look at how big of a threat that the domestic terrorism is, end quote. The whistleblower also said that the FBI created a threat tag to deal with the leak of the Supreme Court's opinion in Dobbs versus Jackson Women's Health Center. That's 20 minutes away from me, by the way. Jackson's uh, Jackson Women's Health Center that was then shifted to focus on pro-lifers. The threat tag, Threat SCOTUS 2022. Threat SCOTUS 2022 was created to deal with threats against the, the Supreme Court justices, which are a federal crime. O'Boyle said that the threat tag was then shifted and began focusing, this is a quote, and quote, began focusing on pro-life adherence. Another quote, when this threat tag came out, it was like, why are you focusing on pro-life people, end quote. O'Boyle, O'Boyle said in a transcript of an interview which Fox News reviewed, quote, it's pro-choice people who are the ones protesting or otherwise threatening violent in violence in front of Supreme Court justices' houses. The FBI did not immediately respond to the Daily Caller's request for comment. So obviously we're going to follow up on that. And let me add this side note too, by the way. Not only did they start investigating peaceful pro-life people, they didn't investigate all of the people in all of the instances where there was actual violence against women's centers, where they simply were just helping women and saying, here's a free sonogram. Here's the baby. Now you make the choice. Do you want to have the abortion or not? No, no, no. We're not going to investigate the fire bombings in the vandalism of women actually wanting to help other women in deciding whether or not they wanted to make the choice. No, they're literally going after peaceful pro-life people. So I don't care. And you can, you can miss me, miss me with your stupid, unintellectual, 
uninformed argument about it being pro-life, pro-choice. That has nothing to do with it. It has everything to do with equal justice under the law. And if we don't have that, we don't have a country. Because if our justice system is broken, then the whole thing crumbles because it's all built on a house of cards. Mark my words. Every bit of this society that we live in is built on a house of cards that could come crumbling down any effing second. And it would do that via the justice system. So I don't care if you think it's propaganda because it's not. I can prove to you that it's not. And I just proved one portion of it that it's not. It's not about that. It's about if we don't have a secured legal justice system in which every single person, regardless of race, sex, color, gender, uh, sexual preference, all of those things fall in line under the equal justice application of the law. If you don't have that, you don't have a country. What you have is a banana republic. And I'm telling you right now what we have is a banana republic. <clears throat> and there's proof of it. There's proof of it. All right, so joining me online now is Donnie the Don to talk about this and so much more. Donnie, thank you for joining the program again. Oh, your mic's muted. Give me one second. Thank you guys for having me back. Yeah, no, thank you very much. Uh, before we get into this Texas stuff, which is absolutely out of control, what are your thoughts on this right here? Of course, the government is going to lie about the numbers, have to fluff it, because the government needs a reason to exist. They need a reason to have money funneled over to them. So, of course, they're going to lie and say, oh, we, we have to fluff the numbers. I think what's very interesting to me is that private citizens have been, who are peaceful are looked at as domestic terrorists when we have plenty of them in the government system itself. They're not, <laughs> looking, at him, they're not looking at each other. No, 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 no. But they're looking at us. I'm sorry. We've got domestic terrorism going on in Congress, the White House, and our local uh, governments. It's going on everywhere. But you know what? They get to define what is considered uh, domestic terrorist. And I do know about that story with those peaceful protesters who are fighting for defenseless babies in the womb so they That's can right. live. But yet they have people flying drones or people's personal property trying to take their stuff away from them and try to catch them, farmers and stuff, um, trying to catch them. But they care more about going after people who are uh, trying to do the right thing for human beings, the life in this country, that this is what they do. So the thing is, domestic terrorists are in the government. They need to pivot the, the conversation somewhere else, and it needs to be able to exist. That's why they create all these laws, so they can create criminals. Amen. Not, that'll just add both you and I to another effing domestic terrorist charge. <laughs> Less than what Fantastic. you just said right there. Yeah, the vast majority <laughs> of the actual domestic terrorists in this country reside in the effing federal government. There's no question about that. They gaslight us, all of you in the public. They gaslight you, making you think that your neighbors are the enemies when they're the ones creating these entire situations that are, uh, derive solely on violence solely with the intent of creating discord, division, and absolute chaos within the country. They are exactly who they claim to be. And this is something that I've freaking preached on for a while. Everything the progressive, the hard progressive left does, everything that they accuse all of the people that are opposing some of their agenda or all of their agenda, that's what they're doing. So yeah. let me get to the, I got to get to this comment from Jeff Charles because this is magnificent. The federal government has no not arrested any of those 
involved in the firebombings. Fact, Attorney General Merrick Garland says it's because they do their deeds in the dark. Yes, he actually said that crap. That I didn't know. My God, are you serious? <sighs> that, that, wow. If that's where the lead attorney of the United States government is at, we are in so much freaking trouble, which I already thought we were. So your thoughts? We're, we're still in trouble. The thing is, is that we've allowed the government to get so big, it seems almost mm. impossible to break it down and make it small again. And the problem right. is so many people are afraid of the opposing side. Well, I have to go with this side. I have to go with that side. So they outsource their own duty to protect their rights and liberties to someone else. And we've sat back and let them take our money so they can be funded, so they can have them, them, um, the, the funds to buy guns and the badges so they can come to our houses and, um, and, and intimidate us and um, scare us uh, if we do not obey. If you do not obey, right. you are going to die. We're going to throw you mm. in a cage. We're going to kidnap you and throw you in a cage. And the thing is, at this point, I prefer, honestly, to, to, to live freely. I, I, want, I don't want to die a slave. You know, so this is right. why I do what I do. But the thing is, they bank on us being afraid of them. They bank on us thinking that there's only two options. They bank on the fact that we actually don't know how our, our government works. Like when I was on Larry Sharp's show a few days ago, we were talking about local government. People focus so much on federal that we don't realize that we can do so much more locally um, to to try to to make the government smaller. Even our local governments are too big. Yeah, amen, amen. And I'll uh, I'll say this too. Uh, I was recently within the last month or so on someone else's podcast as a guest, and I just spontaneously came up with the idea that let's make local politics sexy again. And the whole mm -hmm. audience and the the host just blew up. They're like, that's effing amazing i'm like that's the only answer federalism is the answer um making local politics the priority is 100 the answer now you were just talking about what we were or what you are doing locally you just spoke at a major event in texas you shared that video on twitter so please go follow Donnie the don on twitter and um, she got a major follow. I think you got like what, like over, well over sixty thousand, closer to seventy thousand followers on Twitter. No, no, and that no, was a that's that's Jeff. I'm almost at sixty. I've been working my way oh, back yeah. up because Twitter okay. took me back to thirty four, and I'm just now getting back oh, to almost sixty. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, we're we're gonna get you to back to sixty then. <laughs> so it, it, yeah, we're definitely gonna do that. So before we get into your speech, because I want you to let every know what you're everybody to know what you're doing and what you've been active in. I want to talk about what's happening in Texas right now, what you're going to be speaking on alongside Spike Cohen this weekend in Texas, where everybody seems to think, or everybody of the conservative mind, not everybody, let me, let me hold back. I'm an avid listener of Glenn Beck. I'm a huge fan because he's a journalistic team. They like to give information. They do give their conservative spin but I get the just information and then I can do with it what I want and disregard the conservative spin. So putting inside the Glenn Beck program, literally the only person on the conservative right that I've ever heard speak negatively about the Texas government. All the other people I've ever heard is like, oh, Texas is the great capital and statue of liberty. And it's like, no, not at all. So let's talk about why not. The San Antonio government is abusing eminent domain to steal a Texas bar owner's livelihood. This is absolute tyranny. This is exactly what the founding fathers said could not 
absolutely 100% cannot happen whatsoever, and yet it happens all the time. So what's eminent domain for those of us that are uh, that, that are new to the show, those of y'all that are new to the show, that we have a, many long-time listeners, but literally new listeners every single show. Incredible. I, I, I don't know how this is happening, but eminent domain is the right of the right. Let me put that in quotes for one. Okay. The government does not have this right. The Bill of Rights in the Constitution is specific to that the government only has basically negative rights, meaning the rights that they do have are they can't do X, Y, and Z. You cannot restrict freedom of speech. You cannot restrict gun ownership, firearm accessibility to any degree, by the way. Uh, you, you can't house military personnel, you know, that kind of stuff, or you can't be forced to. All right. What is noteworthy about this story? Is that? Let me go back because I did. I ran it a little bit there. The San Antonio, the San Antonio government is abusing eminent domain to steal a Texas bar owner's livelihood. What is noteworthy about this story is that from the beginning, from the beginning, the government led with leveraging eminent domain before entering good faith negotiations with Cantu for the sale of his bar. Cantu is the bar owner. Their approach became even more aggressive when Cantu counter offered and said he would be willing to part with his business for 17 million dollars obviously he was trying to negotiate they launched a, a negotiation process he counter offered and like the article begins with it's noteworthy that from the beginning the state of texas was not interested in negotiating they were not interested in adhering to the bill of rights for the constitution they immediately wanted to violate it they literally and it's going to get only at one paragraph left. They're going to tell you this, uh, this next part. So let me read it. Let me read it instead of running my mouth. The business owner explained that he viewed his counteroffer as part of the negotiation process. Quote, if they were honestly negotiating with you and they knew your price was 15 million, then you guys would be closer to eight or nine million compromise. Wouldn't you? End quote, he said. It appears that the state never was never truly intending to negotiate. Cantu said it seemed as if they were only, quote-unquote, checking off a box, which they were, which they were. They were never willing to negotiate because these people are tyrants, 100%. Eminent domain and uh, uh, seize of property happens every day in this country without clause, without due process. Uh, I was going to say something I probably shouldn't. I'll, 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 I'll temper down there. Um, it appears the state was never truly intending to negotiate. Cantu said it seems that they were only checking off a box when they made the initial offer, but they, but that they quote unquote, never really wanted to negotiate with me End quote. You'll be in Texas this weekend speaking on this event. What's going to happen? And then also, I'm already uh, in Texas. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm right. I forget. Like <laughs> you, you live in Texas already, and so um, you're going to be in Texas. I want to hear about the event that you just spoke at last weekend because it was the biggest crowd you've ever spoke at personally. And then I want to get into this. So tell us about the past event, and then tell us what your plans are for this one when you'll be along Spike Cohen and many others. I'm sure speaking against this absolute tyranny i'm going to give you the screen 
So the event I spoke at, and so I've actually been speaking at multiple events with this particular industry. It is the Game Fowl Breeders, um, and they're all over Texas, not all over, just over Texas, they're all over the United States. So I spoke in Kentucky, I spoke in Georgia, I've spoken in Oklahoma, I've gone to the state congress for Kentucky, Oklahoma, and Texas. I have done a lot of stuff for the industry. And I think on average, we usually have about two to 300 some people show up. And I think that's about the amount that we um, thought was going to show up this time. And um, so we think 200 is going to show up. We get there and there's lines. And this is like out kind of not middle of nowhere, but kind of out in the middle of nowhere. It lines all the way from the street light and they're holding up traffic right. trying to get in. And so we're trying to get everyone's trying to get into this event. It, the minimum, it had 2,500 to 3,000 people that showed up. Now, they showed up for the event. So they have different trophies and prizes because, and people have different vendors selling things, selling their game foul, or they were um, showing them off for prizes. And then they asked me to be a speaker at this event because I'm going to talk about the rights and their freedoms. I have kind of shifted on how I talk about people's rights and freedoms because I was always talking about constitutional rights and that and the third, but I decided to switch it up because the constitution is written by man and it's flawed. It's not perfect by any means. And so as we can see how the government has operated and disregarded it, we, I wanted to hit on na their natural rights, their natural rights on their property um, and things of that nature. Cause the government can say, well, just because you have game foul, we're going to assume that you're going to be using them for illegal activities. Hmm. And so I had to, during my, my conversation with them, I had to, um, I had to talk to them and explain to them what the rights were. It was very short because like, we thought there would be 200 some people there, but it was kind of chaotic, very loud. And what I, I got a lot of great feedback, like, oh, I didn't know this, but my rights. I'm so happy you came and spoke. Or I, we exchanged information to talk. And I actually invited them to come to Austin because tomorrow we're going to be at the Capitol. So um, a lot of those guys are supposed to come there. But the other thing that's really interesting is, too, is, this is a, a very big Hispanic population. Maybe you, you might have saw all that in the video. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we're there and then we're, we're talking and I have someone else translating with, for, with me because some of them don't speak English. And so it was a great opportunity to talk about people's natural rights and their freedom and liberty. The fact that everyone in government is a human being themselves and they're not anybody like a God or anything that, you know, is different from me and you ourselves. We are human right. beings. And those who are in government are humans just like us. And people have to remember that because they use the fear tactics. They intimidate, scare. And then a lot of these things that being, people are being accused of are, are uh, felons, felony offenses. So when you go in there, they're afraid and they plead down. So, you know, they, you know, so they don't have to be in prison for 20, 30 years, depending on what, it, you know, what they're being accused of. And they start piling up all the charges. And then they try to have each of them turn on each other. And these are just people who are just basically trying to have a business. This has been a business in their family for years right. and years and years. The property's been, been theirs for years and years and years. And so I think what's so amazing about having this opportunity to speak with them is you're actually working for your community. This is my Texas people, my Texas community. Some people came from out of state, but this is not working on the behalf of the Libertarian Party or any kind of party. It's just working on behalf of being a human being who can help educate people and make sure they know their rights so they're not sitting there too late down the line and realizing, oh, I got screwed and I took a plea deal. 
And I didn't do anything wrong, but I was afraid. And so I was afraid to lose my whole livelihood and my, um, my, my property, my family, everything. So, you know, the government does that. It shouldn't be about, um, you know, conviction rates. It should be about justice and liberty right. for everyone. And, you know, we have a right to life, liberty, property, and our pursuit of happiness. And I had to remind them of that. Because a lot of people are just scared. People are like, I don't even. They say, I don't even know if I want to, you know, breed more roosters or do what I'm doing anymore. Because I'm afraid I'm gonna get targeted if I get too big. I'm afraid that someone's gonna come to my property and accuse me of doing something. And no one should have to live their life in fear like that, you know. And I really don't have much skin in the game in this industry, but I'll be there and I'll fight for your rights, you know. Just like what I'll do with eminent domain. Just like I'm doing with the Texas Congress, this man is trying to make it harder for libertarians to be on the ballot. Where I see something going wrong, what I can do to help, I'm going to do that. And that's why I'm in Austin right now. That's 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 so great. So great. And so. Um, oh, by the way, you want to see my sweatshirt? Jeff got it for me while he was there, too. Rooster <laughs> on it. Let's see if you can see it. It's pretty awesome. No, that's that's freaking awesome. Uh, so here's a here's a cool story for everybody listening. Some people may hate this, but that's okay. Uh, I had never even listened to a single episode of Tim Pool until Spike went on. So Spike <laughs> is my most frequent guest on this show, right? And I've listened to Tim every day since then. And something that I learned from him, and I've also got chickens with a rooster now because of that concept and because I want more chickens, right? He said that um, chickens will... A rooster specifically will literally die for their hens to get away. They will charge a predator and die yes. for their hens to get away. And I absolutely love that. You know, do. there was a rumor that the rooster was supposed to be our national bird. But oh. yeah, so it was, I don't know for a fact, but you know, um, Washington, Jefferson, Abraham Lincoln, Jackson were all roostermen, our presidents. And you're absolutely right. And I think that's amazing because a rooster will die for their hens. And I, and I think it also depends on which rooster breed that it is. Because some breeds of roosters, so they, can, they can be okay with walking around out there together with the hens. Other breeds, like the game fowl, they have to be separate. So when they're youngins at the five months and before, Okay, they're okay to walk around, but once they get to six months, they have to be separated. It's uh, animal right. nature. So, you know, that's they claim their property. Those are my hens. These are my family. Even the hens, if you add a, um, a baby um, chicken to their area, um, that hen will kill it because it's not belonging to their family. It's such an interest. Yep. I'm learning so much about this, but like, it's just interesting, but it's crazy how people can judge and not know anything about it, you know, and then target people's like livelihoods um, based off of how they decide to run their lives and their business. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's beautiful. And I'm so glad that you brought that up. I had no idea you were going to bring that up. <laughs> I had no idea I was going to bring that up. So absolutely fantastic analogy. I would love to get you to get y'all's comments y'all, but they are flooding in and there's no way I can keep the show going and try to comb through your comments right now because there's <laughs> so many of them. So, um, I want you to go ahead and tell us about what you're going to be dealing with this weekend with Spike in Texas. Uh, I know that you just spoke at that one event, which you said that was the largest event that you've had. So yeah. this weekend, I'm pretty, it's this weekend, right? Like this Saturday. This Saturday. 
Yeah, y'all are going to be speaking in Texas about eminent domain. So I gave you all the definition of eminent domain. Here it is again. The, <laughs> the right, which is completely off, not correct whatsoever. Governments don't have rights. The right of a government or its agent to expropriate private property for public use with payment of compensation. And if you're just now joining, what I was talking about is that the San Antonio government is using eminent domain to basically steal a man's property. He tried to negotiate with money. They refused. And now they're just going to move ahead with eminent domain because they can buy the quote unquote letter of the law, albeit that letter of the law is absolutely effing unconstitutional, anti-human, anti-liberty, all of that. So, uh, and it, 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 that's eminent domain. And you can also relate that very closely to civil asset forfeiture. And if you don't want, if you don't know what civil asset forfeiture is, if you've got X amount of cash in your car or in your home, the police can arrest you. They will seize your cash even if they don't arrest you, even if you haven't committed a crime, and you won't get that money back. They're just saying, look, this is, this looks suspicious, and so we're going to take it. And so you get the, the two sides of the same coin there. So what's going on this weekend? Uh, the Libertarian Party of Texas messaged me about this show specifically tonight, which I was very thankful that they did because – I was waiting for the Spike show, but I didn't know that you were also speaking at this event. So tell us what's going on and tell us your role and what do we need to do to help? I'm giving you the screen. My role is I'm a concerned citizen. I see the government uh, abusing its authority on uh, taking a man's private property. I mean, we just saw what they did a couple of years ago with COVID and shutdowns. Like I said, people pretend like Texas is the most one of the most free states in the United States. It is right. most certainly not that at all by any means. And then we have people say, well, Democrats are the ones doing this and Democrats are the ones doing that. Don Buckingham, Redcoat is the one who's a Texas land commissioner who's decided, um, you know, you know what? I'm just going to use the government to decide to be a thief and steal from someone else. And I want it for the price that we said we want it for. When in our in our constitution, state Texas state constitution is really not that great, to be honest with you. It is worded in a sense that, you know, you have a right to your property unless, you know, we, we need it for something else. And then we can take it with, where, you know, with a reasonable price. I want people to understand what is considered a reasonable price. Who decides what the reasonable price is? Um, right. from, from a morality standpoint here, if we're not looking at an arbitrary, tyrannical government system, it would be the price that the person who owns a property is giving. You, I cannot go over to Noel's place and be like, you know what? I, I, I want to buy your property for $10,000 because <laughs> I want to. And if you don't sell it to me, I'm going to shoot you or I'm going right. to throw you in a cage. Um, excuse me, is this, this is a country, the land that we're talking about. First of all, this is the Alamo. They're trying to expand the Alamo. So we're, we're going to use this right now. They're up there bragging about the Alamo and all these things like that, but about liberty and freedom and independence for Texas. But what are you doing? You are being the exact tyrants that you're, you're praising the patriots of the past for. Yep. And so that's, what's going on. I am a concerned citizen. I'm going to show up and I'm going to speak on his behalf. 
and not on his behalf, I'm going to stand on his side and be on his side. And when mm. I do speak to the crowd, I'm not going to be nice. I'm not, I'm going to be probably as worse or more, less, more feisty than I normally am because this Amen. is wrong. I do not like bullies. Ever since I was a kid, oh, I got so much trouble in first grade. I got invites <laughs> almost every single day. What I see is some bullies, they want something and they're taking yep. it. If I wanted to do that to someone else, I would be a criminal. I would be in a cage. They would lock me up. So why is it that someone can hide behind the government and do the exact same thing to someone else? Just because it's a government doesn't make it any less criminal. And in my opinion, it's worse because you're abusing your authority and, and power. And we're supposed to be the governed. And they have to get our consent for these things. If we don't give you our consent, then you don't have that authority to do that. No, uh, you, you just you absolutely effing nailed it. Because this is this is and people here's the problem I have. Okay, let me let me let me reset here. People don't even know this is happening. And then when they do realize that it is happening, they will look at the government's excuses as to why and try to justify it. Yes, I'm speaking to you, conservatives. You're the one justifying this kind of nonsense. Also, the the progressive left. You got the hard right and the progressive left doing both the same thing. This is why we call you the uniparty. This is why. Because you will look at it and be like, oh, well, you know, they have a good reason to do so. There is absolutely no good reason under the sun that you could threaten somebody with force to sell you their property. This is literal, okay? I'm not speaking hyperbolic. I'm not speaking hypothetically. I'm speaking to you literally. Threat of force. You will sell me your property at this amount of money or we will come and seize it and you might die in the process if you defend your own private property. This is real. That is literal tyranny. I know the left loves to talk about fascism. But they don't want to address actual fascistic practices like this. This is the government intruding on private property, intruding into private industry, in, intruding into the private market and saying, you will obey or you will die or have your property seized under any circumstances whatsoever. This is fascism at best actually that's like the, the best case scenario is it just fascism it's actually 100 tyrannical there's no way that we can live in this country and abide by these laws and in, in constitutionality under this system it doesn't work it doesn't work we're completely screwed so what can we do to support your efforts how do we support support this man because at the end of the day what we really need to do is expose this for what it is which is absolute tyranny <laughs> at best it's fascism at worst it's complete totalitarianism let's let's be honest with ourselves people this is totalitarianism this is stalin's communistic russia that's what this is this is you will do what we say or we will kill you if you don't. So how can we help? I want to make sure you don't hear static. 
No, you're good. Okay, cool. So just me. Um, how what y'all can do to help is if you're in that area, show up. Be there. If you know someone that lives in Texas or around that area, tell them to come and show up. Um, I sent you a link. Maybe you can put it in the description section so they can see exactly what the address is so they can show up and share the information. I put out an article. I'll send that to you. Um, Red State, uh, Jeff has put out an article. There's been multiple people putting out information yep. you can understand and know. But you guys, what I really need for you guys to do is pay attention when you know when we're live or there's videos make sure you're sharing it because you know this happened Amen. before you know this is part of the whole reason of 1776 the red coats were doing <laughs> the same thing taking people's property and stealing it and doing what they want to you can see the old pictures like they're drawn of the red coats pulling the man and and, and pulling him away from his property his kids and his wife were all shocked and crying and the red coats are just like oh well we have the right to take it it's ours now it's like the people who have 1776 right. in their profiles and they say that we stand for, um, oh, don't trend on me, are the ones saying, just comply. It's a, it's okay. We, we know, expand the Alamo. Whenever they do these things, they always act like there's some kind of benefit from us. Most times mm. it's some kind of private developer. So basically they're re redistributing um, property or resources and giving it to someone else. They steal it from you and give it to someone else. How is that any different than what the Democrats are doing? With the healthcare and things of that nature, it, there's no difference. And then I'm like, I'll tell you all, uh, the Republicans are the. It's Texas. It's mainly Texas, and so you have a lot of people who are like Don and Abbott and and uh, Dan Patrick. They have almost the same donors. So if y'all they're begging and telling them stop doing this, stop doing that. They're going to keep doing it. They all have the same exact donors. They do not care about you. They do not work for us. And at this point. We're tired of begging for our rights. I do not want this man to get nothing from this. I do not want him to have to uh, fall and just like, fine, I'll have to take to $2 million or get thrown in a cage. We don't want that. But we have to do is stand up and say, we know what our rights are. We know what you're doing is wrong. And we're going to stand up. And so when you guys see anything posted about it, share it with everybody. Because Amen. someone else may know of somebody in Texas who would show up. Some people might hear about it later and be like, dang, I wish I would have known about that. The organization where I spoke, I invited them to come and speak, uh, I mean, uh, come to be there. And some of them are going to show up. Some of the directors are going to be there to support them because this is another property right issue. So regardless if you don't think this affects you personally, it could, something can affect you one day. Do you want to be left by yourself and no one be there for you and you're just stuck? No, we have to stand up for each other. That's, that's how we have to get this done. Amen. Absolutely, one hundred percent. And I'll say this too, and, and you, and, and a lot of people might think this to be exaggerative or hyperbolic. It's not, not whatsoever. I'm telling you, with full integrity, which is the only reason that you watch this show is because I'm genuine with my. I will be completely transparent and honest with you. If not one man has property rights, then nobody does. Nobody does. If not one person has property rights, if one person's rights are stolen, then everybody's is subject to be stolen. So this is not a joke. This is not a like a freaking news program to be talked about and enjoyed because you like the content. No, we're telling you, if you don't stand up now, and if you don't, if you're in Texas, if you're in the San Antonio area, it is paramount that you go 
to this place. Because if this man doesn't have property rights, then you don't have property rights. That's not a joke. That's very effing serious. And we are very serious about the situation. And this could cause massive waves and will. Because I am fully invested in the fact that I do believe that you, Donnie, and your crew, what you're doing and what you're about to do in the area will set a legal precedent across the country. Because if we can end same same thing, just the opposite end of the spectrum, if we can change one experience, one legal experience of reversing this legal claim that the government has the right, quote-unquote, to seize your property without you agreeing to it at the price that you set. And that can be used by attorneys all across the United States. This isn't a joke. This is real. And it can be overturned because we will have a massive wave of people that show up at San Antonio and express their uh, passion and it will have to make the media. That's just a fact. It's already made it here and it hasn't even happened yet. So this isn't a joke. We're not trying to get clicks, likes, or whatever on views. This is real. If he doesn't have property rights, you don't either. So do your best. Do what you can. There will be more information coming out on this uh, by the day. Spike will be on this show again very soon to talk about this very real thing. Unfortunately, it happened so effing fast. I couldn't get him on the show before the event happened because he's a very busy dude. And he's got to go travel down there, same as Donnie. I was lucky to get you, Donnie, on the show prior to this happening because you've got to do the same damn thing, and you're very much busy. So any last final thoughts and ways that we can help besides just showing up? Obviously, that's the most important thing. And sharing this video, sharing every article, go to Spike's page, go to Donnie's page, share it, let people know that this is a real thing that's happening and people's lives are being literally stolen by threat of force at gunpoint. Sorry. <laughs> the last thing I'll ask for is y'all's prayers. Um, because this is scary, right? You know, not scary like, oh, I'm so scared to go here. But like when you oppose the government, like, like you were saying earlier, you can be put on a list. You can be targeted. They want yeah. you to be quiet. They don't want anyone else to hear you and your common sense because it may change their minds. And you may have more people who won't consent, who will not be okay and tolerate what the government's doing. Pray for everybody. Um, pay for the um, bar owner. Pay, pray for us all that we can actually accomplish what we're trying to achieve and have the right. And then we can set a precedence moving forward in Texas that Texans actually mean it when they say, don't trend on me. Please, Amen. please pray for everyone that's going to be there, for the bar owner, for anyone else who may be going through this right now somewhere else in the United States because this is happening every single day across our country. It's supposed to be the most free country in the entire world. Amen. And and, and we still are, you know, in comparatively to the other countries, we still are. But if we don't make the stand now, like Amanda Gibbs says, now, 
And actually, to be really honest, we never had the opportunity to never stand. We never had the privilege of outsourcing our political power because we wanted to keep up with the effing Joneses post the Industrial Revolution. That was never an option, and that's what we did. So we're now having to face 100 years of absolute negligence on our part, our ancestors' part, we have to face that down, and we're going to have to do it sternly, and we're going to have to do it intelligently, confidently, and immediately. That's a lot of leaves right there. Uh, going all, I'm going to circle this entire episode back to the very beginning with the FBI whistleblower claiming the agency forced him to just juice up the domestic terrorism numbers. This is all encompassed into one. I didn't realize that when I put these notes together, but now that we talk about it, it's absolutely applicable. What we're dealing with here is one giant body of absolute tyranny, and we've got to address it, and we've got to address it immediately. This isn't a joke. This is all in one subject. Um, I know we wanted to talk about the... Um, DeSantis stuff, but we are out of time. And quite honestly, I wouldn't care if we were out of time or not, because I think this is so much more important than the stuff that's going on in Florida right now. We'll address that another time because Donnie, you're going to be on the show. Basically, y'all, Donnie's going to be like a frequent host of the show. And so is Jeff Charles. He's been in the comments. So if you've seen Jeff Charles in the comments, um, you can go ahead and subscribe to his Substack as well, his Twitter following. Please, both of these people are absolutely brilliant, passionate. And they're 100% in the right lane of what we're trying to do. So please follow them, subscribe. Is there anything else that we need to shout out for you, Donnie, before we get off of here? I'm going to give you the screen. I've been doing a lot of writing lately. Um, I have a sub stack as well. It is called Liberty or Else. And um, I've been putting out some good things. I actually have another sub stack too. It's a satire sub, uh, sub stack. It's called Three Tars and One Feather. Since we cannot legally anymore, you know, tar and feather people who decide to infringe right. on rights, I'm going to do it in my writing. <laughs> so um, I, I have my Twitter account, Donnie Don, and underscore, that's where you can find me. Um, but I'm going to be also on my Substacks talking about frequently what I'm doing on a, on a monthly basis. I'm going to start telling you this is what I did all this month. Um, it's not free, but you know, I do it when I do these things that people do, you know, do compensate me and make sure I can get there. They do make sure I got Amen. a hotel I can stay in, everything like that. They, they do, but you know, it takes a lot of time. I do a lot of research. So, um, if just subscribing to the Substack and, and being a part of the conversation and, and looking and, and engaging with what I'm trying to do will help because you have other people out there who are pundits. And they speak on behalf of whomever they're supposed to. I, I speak on behalf of life, liberty, pursuit of happiness, and our property. I speak on behalf of our natural human rights. And so if you guys want more of that, then make sure that you guys are checking out what I'm doing because, you know, I, I need y'all's help. I'm just one person. And so right. to get this information out and then to help fight for these, for these people and on people's behalf, if you want me to, you know, go to your uh, state and, and talk to someone or your county or whatever, I mean, we can work those things out. Just follow, reach out, and I'll do my best to be there. That's absolutely amazing, Donnie. We we are fully invested in you. Um, I will obviously be donating to you to help out your cause because uh, this is this is 
almost it's almost right like it's a kind of a black pill right when you you start to dive off into government corruption like i did i've only been doing this i haven't even been doing this two years it's it's wild and but i've dove into so much i've read so much and i'm i've realized things like civil asset forfeiture and what we're talking about tonight with government seizure of property this stuff is 100% neglected by the mainstream media and it's completely misunderstood or not even known by the general public two things uh the eminent domain and the civil asset forfeiture these things are absolute tyranny and yeah. to have this continue to go on and i love the oh that's the wrong way to put it I always say it like in the wrong context. Like I love the fact that it's happening in Texas. No, I don't love the fact that it's happening. I just, I just want to exemplify the idea that Texas is not this freaking free state that everybody thinks it is. And so right. I, I don't know how to say it without sounding negative. I, I like the fact that it's happening in Texas so that we can show everyone that even in their quote unquote free state of Texas, this stuff is absolute happening and it's absolute tyranny. And so thank and, you and then, so much. Fair, for it's okay. It's good that you say that though, because you got people saying, Oh, people are fleeing California and New York and they're running to Florida and they're running to Texas. Yep. You, it's false advertisement. I, I, imagine those people who are migrating over to America thinking it's super free and everything and invest all this money to move to America just to find out that, Oh, if I don't pay property taxes, I can lose them. Oh, if I don't put a seatbelt on, I can be extorted by the police. Like, oh, I thought this was a free country. This other people in other countries are like, yeah, I don't have those problems, actually. Um, they have other issues, but they don't have these full basic human natural right issues that we have in this country, where the government can tell you what you can and can't consume, where the government can tell you what you can and can't own, where the government tells you what you can and can't wear, when you when you've got to wear a mask to go buy groceries for your family. So these things have to be pointed out. All these things happen in Texas. They go, well, it's not as bad as California and, and um, New York. How, what kind of patriot are you if, if you're okay with any little tyranny? You should be fighting tyranny, huh. period. If you want security, then you don't deserve your liberties or freedoms at all. Because what you're That's not willing to fight for, you don't deserve to have. That's right. That's a Ben Franklin paraphrase right there. If you prefer security over, or if you prefer safety over liberty, then you will deserve neither and you will get neither. Exactly. What a fantastic way to end the show right at one hour. <laughs> Amazing. Donnie, thank you for joining the show so much. Uh, we cannot wait to see the accomplishments that you and your team and everybody else involved in Texas is going to have this weekend and that ripple effect that will happen legalistically or legal, uh, legally that legalistically was the wrong word in the context uh, legally throughout the country from what y'all are doing to obstruct this absolute tyranny that's happening right in your backyard. Thank you so much for joining the show and obviously you're going to be back on many times. And so um, we'll keep up with you. Uh, if y'all are unfamiliar and you're just now joining late, please follow Donnie the Don on Twitter and uh, anywhere else, anywhere else that she has her situation going on. Is there anything that you want to have last word wise 
Yes, liberty or else. Amen. Liberty or else. Donnie, excellent. Good luck this weekend. You're not going to need you. it because you're going to kill it anyway. <laughs> but um, hopefully we can see the fruits of your labor in Texas very, very, very soon. And thank you so freaking much for doing what you're doing. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye. Outstanding. I mean, it's just every time. It sucks. It's so, you know, heartbreaking that when we have to have these people that are absolutely fantastic on the show give you this horrible news. But at the same time, don't forget these are white pills because we have people that are fighting in the right direction to combat the absolute destruction of your individual liberty. That's what we're looking at. You look at it on its face and you're like, well, damn, that sounds horrible. And it is. But we have people that are intelligent and knowledgeable, educated like Donnie, who are going to fight this. They're going to show up. They're going to spend their time and their resources showing up to fight for your liberty, even if you're in the state of California or New York, it doesn't matter. This is what we call legal precedent, and we get this turned around in San Antonio and attorneys all across the country that actually do care about individual liberty and freedom and responsibility and government accountability, and now you have a case to be made everywhere. And when we get people like Donnie on, that's going to inspire hundreds or thousands or even millions, depending on how much people we can reach. That reach depends on you sharing the show. That reach depends on you sharing her Twitter. That reach depends on you sharing my Facebook or Spike's Facebook or Spike's Twitter. Look, love it or hate it, social media is the way we're at right now. And we can literally affect millions, millions. And don't mistake, there's a lot of people on the left that would watch this show and say, oh, hell no, I'm on board. I'm on board with this. So don't mistake that part either. Do not take for granted any of these activities that we're pushing in your way. Share them. Share them. If you like the show, please like it, share it, and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Dining Design is going to be on a lot of times, a lot of times. At this point, we're, we're starting to plan something that might be once a month or once every other month for a chaos roundtable to discuss the worst topics or the best topics. However you want to look at it, whatever lens you view it through, it's either the worst or the best, the most entertaining the most crazy topics of the month or of the past two months. We're still working on it. It's in the infantile stages, but it, it look, this is stuff that we have to do. We have to partner with people that share the same ideological uh, mindset of basically Liberty. I know the phrase gets thrown around a lot. I know that individual freedom, individual. I get it. 
these conceptual phrases just get tossed around probably too much, but it doesn't matter. The concept remains. You can play the semantics game all you want, but the fact of the matter is, is that we are losing these things by the hour. Hour. This isn't a joke. And if you're very serious about maintaining the state of this country being you, in your best in your best interest without violence then this is the route we have to take it it is because i'm telling you right now if it comes to violence we're everyone's screwed it's over it's over if there's a civil war if there's political violence it's over you already see what they've done with Jan january 6 and i'm gonna get into that it's on sunday Believe you me, I'm getting into that big time. Big time. You see what they did with that. Imagine if there was actual violence. My God, it's over. It's complete totalitarian shutdown in every aspect of your life. You will have no say in what you do whatsoever. All right, I'm going to stop ranting because if I don't, I will keep going on and on. I love y'all very much. Um, I will see you Sunday night, live, 6 Central, same cage of time, same cage of channel on this. Let me back on the screen for some reason. Almost ended good. That was close. That was close. I almost did well. I did it twice. That's all right. It's fun to have a little fun right at the end of the episode when you screw it up. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, three times. I did it three times. Oh, amazing. Oh, amazing. I've been doing this for a year and a half and I still can't end the show correctly. That you know why? Because I freaking get passionate about this stuff and I lose control of my mental faculties on how I'm supposed to actually operate it because all I have to do is yell in front of a microphone. What I need is a freaking team that would do the crap for me or just, you know, maybe be serious about how I'm supposed to learn how to do this nonsense. But you know, we're here. This is what we are on off the wire. And you guys love it. it what, <laughs> you know, it is what it is. So I love you very much. I will see you Sunday night live. Same Cajun time, same Cajun channel. And I am out. <laughs>